Welcome to our second ever episode of You Had Me at Halo, the Halo series spoiler cast, where now we talk about one of gaming's most storied franchises and its long-awaited transition to TV. Today, we're going to also quickly touch on the waypoint drop that uh, that just hit on the. But we we did find that that there's a we're going to have to dedicate some hours of reading to it. Yeah. So uh, we will come back with the details on that next week. But we may just touch on it on a higher level. But for the most part, today we're going to talk about the episode two of the of the TV show. Uh, before we get into today's topics, let me introduce my fellow Spartans, the ones who balance me out, the old man yelling at the clouds. These guys are all rainbows and kittens. No, seriously, if you watch close enough, you'll see kittens. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> first up, we got Spartan Jesse, a.k.a. Mr. Don Cabeza. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful Friday and you have a good weekend. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Next up, Spartan Ursel, aka Mr. Soul Blazer. Yo, what's up? I got I got a new chair. Woohoo, fancy. Oh, wow, look at that. I knew something was yeah. different. It yeah. wasn't your hair. Okay. I was sitting in my garage for like three months. <laughs> so I, I finally um <laughs> I finally put it with the help of my sister, put it together. <laughs> nice oh man yeah i forget these kids they don't know how to put anything together that doesn't come well already literally I, I got a message from my sister saying hey um i tried putting a chair together i'm like tried i come home the parts are everywhere and it's just nothing's connected i'm like what <laughs> what did you do man i don't what what are you kids gonna do when us old people all die <laughs> off uh next up we got spartan us oh uh, no we get yeah we got spartan daniel aka mr nadian <laughs> I, I ran down my list <laughs> hey guys <laughs> Ready to talk about some Halo. I have some cats in the background somewhere. So, yeah, oh, yeah, the, the cats always live up to the hype. Uh, <laughs> next up, we got Spartan Amanda, aka uh, Mandela. How's it going, Amanda? Going good. <laughs> Glad <laughs> to be good. here. Hope everybody's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Amanda. And uh, finally, I'm your host today, uh, Spartan Abe, aka One Bad Mother. So I think we're just going to jump right into it. You know, last week when we did this for, for the first time, we really broke things down kind of section by section. Um, I think at this point we don't need to kind of do it that way. Um, I, I really just want to get some general impressions. So we're going to start there and just kind of see where that goes. Um, so I know I, I've seen you kind of post a couple of things. So I'm interested because yeah. uh, you said it's going to be an interesting discussion this week. So. Obviously, I feel that's like, why I'm going to go go to you first. <laughs> I, I feel like usually I'm on the same page as most of the people here, but for this episode, I think I think I might not be. Which should be should be some fun discussion. Um, right away, I didn't like it as much as the first, um, which I was expecting because in general, TV shows, animes, you name it, goes budget heavy, lighter, budget heavy, lighter. It's kind of how it works, right? You're not going to have a big action sequence in every episode, so I wasn't expecting that. Um, but overall, I have uh, some. Uh, like, I really like certain aspects of it, and certain parts I'm like, mm, okay, let's see what they do in, in future episodes. Okay. Um, so we're going to dive into that in more detail here in a mm -hmm. minute. Just overall impressions. Uh, let's go to you, Daniel. What, what were you thinking, man? Yeah, I was actually, um, it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm somewhere in between Ursul and Jesse, and like <laughs> seeing some of the discourse online, like Benji Sales was just talking about how much better this episode was than the first. And I'm not sure that I agree on that point. I, I definitely think that they are, I mean, it's clear that they're trying to set up a lot all at once. Um, mm. And so to that end, I think they succeeded, but I also think that they threw too much at, at the screen at once. Right. And um, 
you know, they they're they did a great job, I think, on some of the plot lines, especially with with uh, Soren and Master Chief and that dichotomy between the two. Um, but I, I but I still think that they're still trying to find their footing on how they really want to tell the UNSC side of things. Yeah. Um, outside of Chief, and um, you know, it 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 succeeded and it failed in others. But but you know, actually getting to see some of the the wider universe that didn't directly involve the insurrectionists or the UNSC or the Covenant was was really nice this episode. And um, you know, I, I had some other issues from a lore perspective on on like the oh, you can turn this off if you're a Spartan, <laughs> when that's not really how. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. we know that this is different than than the lore of the games and the books. And so that's that's something I always check myself with is that, you know, that that's how it worked in the in the games and books, but not necessarily in the show. And that and I can understand why they're going that route. And I think that's ultimately like because my wife and I both had the same kind of impression when we walked away from this episode was was very much like it was good, but it wasn't perfect. And they were they were, you know, they're you can see what they're trying to do with in terms of like the broader storylines. And so seeing if those actually, seeing if that actually pays off in the next few episodes is going to be the real tell of how great this episode was or not. So, right. yeah. and, and that is the challenge, Daniel. I think yeah. you mentioned it. I, and I'm going to say that I, as much as I'm supp we're supposed to be aware of this is different. Uh, if you come into this as a Halo fan, there it's hard to separate that stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah. it, it is really I like. There's some stuff I was like, but anyway. So we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, but you know, let's go uh, to Jesse because I think Jesse does sit on the other end of the the positive end of the fence and and just kind of just your general thoughts, Jesse. It had nothing as bad as the acting and the writing in the bar scene in the first episode, the yeah, very beginning yeah. of everything. I think it was it was more consistent. It wasn't cringy. It had areas there it could have been. That whole rubble area could have gone into the, you know, this is network TV. This is really cheesy looking, and people have dumb outfits and the dialogue stupid. But yeah. it didn't. It stayed above that in a way that network TV almost never does. Um, it looked fantastic. Yeah, they showed a lady's butt. Even like, <laughs> wasn't expecting that. Um, it was brutal again in like the one violence scene with the execution. It was, you know, just straight up. I'm just going to blast your goddamn heads off because I'm a prick. Um, yeah. On the whole, it kept teetering into directions that network TV can go to, but then it just falters and you remember it's network TV. And with this being like their prestige streaming show, Having it constantly stay above that level of network that I was afraid it might be when it went from Showtime to Paramount mm -hmm. um, made me happy. It's like, it's not incredible. It's set up, so it can only do so much. But it's getting the pieces in order in a way where I have no idea what's happening, um, where it's going to go, and that's what I really hoped for out of a Halo show because just knowing beat for beat and just waiting to see specific moments... Ended up killing a lot of yeah. Game of Thrones for me. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Um, See, that's what I, like. well, I never watched. But no, because they wouldn't do some of my yeah. favorites, and then it yeah, would suck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lady Stoneheart, for example. Yeah, like the, the, <laughs> the amount of things they have to cut and change because that story just doesn't work unless you're going to do like two or three seasons a book. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. you can't do that with kid actors, and they age out of it real fast. You can't do yep. it with budgets, even yep. though HBO had a big one. Like, Having a set different universe where you take in stuff 
the way they have and they can tempo it and they can take it where they want to and pull from the lore as they need. Um, I'm still all on board with that decision. So in that sense, okay. I really liked it, but it's, it's the setup. You like the setup more once you know what the payoff is or you dislike the setup more once you know what the payoff exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. D- Daniel, I heard, saw you had your hand up. I wanted to go to Amanda, uh, Amanda, but I want just real quick. What did you want to jump? Yeah. In? When Jesse was talking about the heads getting blown off, I just wanted to say, I, I called that burn yeah. Gorman was going to be the bad guy. Like that guy's <laughs> never anything other than just an evil, horrible dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> He looks like an evil. I bet you he is a horrible dude. In I hope life. he's. I hope he's a wonderful person in real life. <laughs> Just... He keeps getting acting. Oh wait, that doesn't really matter. You can still get acting jobs yeah. and be a terrible yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. might be a requirement even. <laughs> yeah, uh, Amanda. What was some of your uh, your high level um, uh, impressions of episode two? I I liked it. Uh, I liked that they that we don't really know where they're going. I like it's something mm. fresh. I, I, I think we're still going down the Star Trek tunnel. I still got a lot. It's, it's about even more Star Trek now and even maybe some Firefly. So I like that though. I'm not complaining. Hmm. All right. Well, I, you know, and, and, and from my standpoint, Jesse, I'm opposite of you. I like the first Three almost four episodes, uh, four seasons of Game of Thrones when it was following the book. It was kind of see it neat seeing it come to life, and I was just like, I couldn't wait to see this happen. Yeah, I get that part. It's just they did miss so many different things that it right. gets pretty disappointing. Well, that's when it yeah, got it's... disappointing. What as soon as like Lady Stoneheart didn't show up at the end of the the fourth season, and I, I was fully expecting Preach. that to be like the last seat, the yeah. last scene. Yeah. Yep. And when that didn't happen, I was ready. I was like, <laughs> but you do know why a lot of that didn't happen. It's because they were talking with him and they just kept running into the issue where I think halo might, which is they don't, he didn't know how to finish it. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, he, we've got to start cutting stuff. Cause if we put everything you had in this book, we'll never get through it all because you can't, and you've got a, as many books as you feel like writing and you can't figure it out. So mm-hmm. I do think that is one advantage when you go from, a set canon that's been built up over 30 plus books yeah. and various, you know, media properties. And you're able to adjust that into we've got, we're pulling everything we want as we tell our side universe story, essentially for a completely yep. different medium. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that that's fair. I, I you know, like I, like I was kind of, um, Set in the table for early. I, I am somebody that, even though I come in with this realization, it's going to be a different thing. Uh, I still. Um, like, what did you not like that was different? I'm curious because I, I right, think let's, it's let's go there. Let's, like. let, let's go there. I'm. I didn't have a problem with them taking off Master Chief's helmet. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but he doesn't even feel like the same. Like like the tone of him is is off like there's just something it's almost like he might as well be a different completely different character you know what i'm saying like it's it, I, i'm He's okay with a character well yeah but anyways it, like it, it just i i feel i don't know what it is exactly like i can't articulate what he should have been i guess you know if i said it, if that was like my job or whatever i don't know if i would do a better job if i, I had think it might time. also be because he is young yeah yeah he's okay. not an yeah. old man he's still pretty fresh and he hasn't and, saved the and world I know, three times right <laughs> yeah i understand what you what you're saying i think 
um, it, it it does feel a little bit off, but also we haven't seen Master Chief at this age yeah. in a game, and that's true. It's true. Um, you know, they have they have to make him his own character now. Before it, it's sort of like the Harry Potterism, where Harry Potter is just kind of like a blank slate. Like you're supposed to be able to insert yourself into him. Now Master Chief has to carry himself as a character. <laughs> yeah. No, don't don't go there. <laughs> Hey, I was like, why that. are they snickering? <laughs> Jesse. That's Jesse's fault. Don't blame any of us. And uh, to Amanda's point too, like I I I've kind of had that same weird like inner fight um Abe with with realizing that or trying to to rec reconcile that this chief isn't necessarily quote unquote our chief, right? Um right. not just because of the timeline, but then you also think about like we for, for people who've never read the books, they only knew Chief from the moment him and Cortana became, right. you know, a, a partnership. Yeah. yeah. They, they, you know, the, you know, John from the, the games in the books also remembered his childhood. Uh, he also remember he also had a completely different childhood. And so, like, I, I think not only just the age of this Chief, but also the, the fact that essentially his entire background is different yeah. and his interactions with the world um is completely different i think at least for me helps separate that line um i guess a little bit more from the you know the chief from the games and the books the chief from the games is also always in action right we, we never really see him in the downtimes so that, that's something to keep in mind too yeah so i think yeah. so like i i'm trying to think of like how to articulate i think the thing that's that's off to me and again yeah you could you make great points and it could be <laughs> that hey when he chief was a teenager he was going through all these things and questioning himself but you know like when you see him even in the books the games everything you know you have uh, and i haven't read all the books so maybe i'm wrong about this but it always feels like he's confident like whatever he does is decisive he's sure of himself right like he's in control and here he just seems like you could read Fall of Reach. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's your take. You should read Fall of Reach. Okay. Like, okay. for example, there's a scene in, in this show where I felt like it was straight out of Fall of Reach Chief. Like his his actions, his his voices. When he's sitting in the in in the prison at the ending, and Halsey comes and talks to him, that interaction felt literally right out of the book. Yeah. Did he's it? Okay. To her, and yeah. he's like, that's I'm the part not sure. And then eventually, I trust her. And then he's like, internally, you could see internal monologue where it's like, that's what she says. Okay, that's what's happening. And that's it, you know? And I'm like, yeah, this is straight up chief from the books in terms of that. I, I right. read that scene a little bit differently. Yeah. In, in not in, not in the fall reach, the book or the, the anime they made, but in the show, I almost read it as him processing with what, you know, comparing that to what Soren always said about mm. her, about Halsey. Oh, that's true. I, I almost felt like there was a, a little bit of mistrust there that, that he, you know, because because the moment she she moves she was like oh we're not going down that rabbit hole when he starts talking about the family his his family that he's having visions of right yeah um, I I almost and I could be wrong but to me it, it seemed as if he was actually internally questioning just not verbal yeah I thought he was giving her a bit of the I want to talk about this specific thing and mm -hmm. her pulling away from it is would be him realizing more of what they've done and right. what Soren's talking about. Yep. So like, I I came back because I do trust you, mm. but I need to know how much I can trust you. Right, that's, and that's fair. And remember too, when when he goes back, he doesn't say I need to go back for Halsey or I need to go back to Halsey. Yeah. He says I need to go t to his team. 
he needs yeah. to get his other Spartans. Yeah, that's ultimately his his highest trust relationship that yeah. that's in the show thus far. So, yeah, and and I think a lot's going to depend on where it lands, like where it goes, right? Yeah, like you can. And to, to Jesse, to your point, we don't know where it's going to go right now. I I have yeah. no idea where where Chief is going to end up as a character. He could have just he could end up being just a little bitch at the end of the season, or he could or he could be a badass. I don't know right now. It's like right now he just seems a little bit less sure of himself, uh, a little less decisive. Uh, you got you see that kind of look on his face. It's just like I don't know. It's just I mean, it's the motions more than anything. I, I get you know like I can get over the fact that he's younger and all that other stuff, and that he's taking his helmet off and he's too clean cut, no scars. You know, I got over all that up as up of the uh, you know episode one, but now episode two, it's like okay, now you're asking me to deal with uh, all this other stuff. And, and he's, he's not, I mean, in the games, he really is character. just a murder kill robot man who makes the occasional wisecrack. He's not much of a character until so many, three. Yeah, until and then he in, actually yeah. started getting a personality in four and five and infinite. Right. Infinite, he's even asked, right? It's like, why do you do this? And he's like, it's it's all I know how to do. Yep. That's what I do it. Right. Yeah. That was a great. So we don't get the in, the internal monologue. You, in the books, you get his internal monologue. Yeah. You, you know yeah. what he's thinking and feeling, and it's not it's not far off from this. No, it's just really quick, Dan. Sorry, what I should have mentioned was that. I, I see what you mean by the trust, and I, th I think I saw that too. But I also meant like he, it felt like he was relieved a little when he like let the burden go and let Halsey like in into it. You know what I mean? That's that's right. a bit of the vibes I got a little yeah. bit from that. There's, there's also that that motherly relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, it, like that's the only Halsey from you know the moment they were abducted is really the only family, especially in the show, mm -hmm. it's only the only family that he knows. Like, that's that's the mother figure, right? Mm -hmm. So. Um, yeah, I think there's some inherent trust there anyway. Like, you know, I think you're referring to like when she puts her hand on, on his, yeah. and, like you yeah. feel, you, you do see a little bit of that alleviation of, of worry, Pressure, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 And, and that does make sense. I mean, from a character development standpoint, like most people, anybody, you know, if you trust somebody, you're friends with them, you're always going to give them, it's going to take you a lot longer to flip, right? It's not, it doesn't mm -hmm. make sense to just go. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm going to, you know, turn on you or whatever. So and right. plus, the start of this show is him in full control, just completely dominating a battlefield yes. and right. easy. And then once the forerunner object messes him up and starts undoing what they've done, that's when you see him being like, "What the hell is going on?" Like mm -hmm. they don't even taste food. Mm -hmm. They don't like they, the way they <laughs> right. are set up is total numbness. They don't feel yeah. anything. Yeah, all they, they are do robots. is they they get yeah. their commands. They do them. They care mm -hmm. about their squad mates and like that's about it for them emotionally. And what this is doing is someone who hasn't been allowed to use his emotions finally using them again for the first time in a long time. And you know, that's you're not normally gonna be great at handling that right off the bat. Even the mm -hmm. beginning of the episode where it showed them in their camps and then it showed them leaving and it was like high security in this camp, right away sets a different tone of the Spartans. In my head, I'm thinking, okay, so this must be like pre-augmentation when they're all kids wait no augmented oh they have the armor this is clearly post a few missions at least it gave me the impression that the spartans in the show aren't like the commanders or like the like the high-ranking marines the on the ground exactly they're just tools that's mm -hmm. it right we're like we, you you do what mm -hmm. we tell you to, do then you go away until we tell you to do something again which is not at all hard they are in the book so i'm not actually uh mad at that change i'm i'm curious about it i'm gonna see how it goes I'm, i have no problems with it it's just different you know yeah 
I mean, they. I guess they. That does kind of address, like you know, Halo Four had the question, "Are you a machine or whatever?" So maybe that's trying to get trying well, to. That was almost that. specifically to John. I feel because a lot of other Spartans showed social tendencies. Mm -hmm. Chief especially was like super, like just focused in on, <laughs> on whatever the heck he's doing. Right. 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 Yeah, you know, you're right. And and basically they do. They 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 basically uh set them up to be like, hey, they're supposed to they're supposed to be robots, you know, whether they are or not, they're they're supposed to be. And the fact that one is not is malfunctioning, <laughs> what are we gonna do about it? So that brings us to the, the next, I think, big, you know, um thing in the show is the whole is is reason. Teen John our master chief? Teen John. I like the the cho the the face was good. Anyway, yeah. we don't have to stick on that. I was just wondering. <laughs> no, 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 I, no. You, I, no, I like ahead, Amanda. No, what I just I thought young John was a good choice. Mm -hmm. And okay. it looks just like Pablo. I felt like when it transitioned, I'm like, yeah, I can see that. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> though, one last thing I wanted to mention about about John's character in the episode was, like, even though he wasn't fully in control mm -hmm. mentally, he was always in control of the uh, of the situation. You know what I mean? Even when he wasn't in his armor, you could like feel he was like, exuding control. Like, I know what I'm doing here and I'm going to do what I want to do. So like that last line, for example, when I'm like wondering, man, is he going to, you know, like agree with Soren? Is he going to fall to here? Then no, he makes up his mind. He does what he wants to do. And it's like, that was a, that was really well done. I thought, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, I think so. Obviously there's a diverse, now I will say, you know, despite the, the, my, despite the fact that i come across like maybe taken back a little bit i am still open-minded to where they can go with it mm. so it's not like i'm you know i'm at this yeah. point where i like i'll oh, screw this this isn't at my teeth but <laughs> um but that but that that is just something that kind of stuck out to me at least initially uh i i think a lot's just going to depend on where they take it because at this point we don't know i don't know what direction yeah. they're going to go with him and so that at least keeps it somewhat interesting so i'll give jesse a little bit there just a little bit <laughs> <laughs> all right so like now the next part of it um so we talked about the robot thing right like they're just supposed to be controlled and she's got this plan to control them cortana i want to get some, uh, who, who here is a, a cortana lore expert that wants to give me their opinion on what they're doing with that angle it's very different but also very yeah. similar in a way we never really okay. knew how they got the clone brain Right. She said she like flash cloned herself, it. right? At least yeah. that's what I read. In, in like Reef. seeing the whole thing and going through it all at the beginning yeah. and all yeah. that. I don't. I don't think we ever went through that. In the show, you mean? Hmm. Just, I think Ursula was talking about in the book. We we do know that she um, flash cloned some of her uh, uh, brain cell tissue. Mm -hmm. Made another um, brain, used it. But but not in the show. Not in the show this far. Cortana herself, the way she's being formed is completely normal that's how the book is done at least i i, I feel but the concept of her mm -hmm. at least from the in interaction that uh not interaction from the dialogue they had in, in that meeting implied some very different things right was i the only one who got that it implied that there are no smart ai in the universe yeah i mean it seems like they're taking a very different step to uh ai in in like across the board like you yeah. said it doesn't seem like there's any smart ai and like the idea of um what like the elite you know there wasn't really this idea that what Cort what halsey did to make cortana in the books was illegal it mm -hmm. was frowned upon but mm -hmm. like and here they're saying you know no we've we've got strict laws of you can't flash clone you can't um you know essentially uh, uh make a sentient being from what it sounded like a sentient ai rather and so 
and we haven't even seen any other AI. So I think, Ursula, to your point, I think that's probably true. I think this is going to be like this weird, like Cortana's the first actual artificial intelligence, but, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. Well, yeah, same right here, because it's, it's a big change, um, especially, yeah. you know, later in the books, but at the same time, hey, if it avoids the AI's going evil plot, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> So, so uh, elaborate on it though, because you said like, uh, so what were the things that you think are just from a high level? Like, what are the things that you think are the same, and then what feels the most different? You mean you? Cortana or the show in general? Yeah, no, the the Cortana part of it. I mean, the, so in terms of the process of creation, it's exactly the same as the mm -hmm. book. She flash clones uh, a brain of herself and forms the smart AI using her brain. But at the same time, um, forming an AI wasn't unheard of in the books at that time there are numerous smart ai right i mean uh, right. even in the games you have what uh the roland, roland yeah i mean there's uh, a whole bunch of them the, uh, yeah, the, I mean, the governor from halo 5 i can't remember his uh, name was deja a smart ai she was right uh she was yep yeah yeah so like yep. the spartans themselves were trained by smart ai when they were teenagers correct kids and in the show it looks like no, well yeah she one. said yeah she says specifically that like to explain what an ai is she's like oh it's she's got every single data point of our history and it's like but that's it, it, to your point ursula if ai existed in this universe already then they all do right exactly. the only difference is exactly. cortana has additional like in the books and the games she has additional brain processing power because of the combination of the synthetic and the organic so did, yeah, that was was, I was going to say, I think like um, instead of just being like a pre-programmed AI, like like a teaching AI, like mm. um, Deja, it, it's an AI that is like fully conscious and has like its own um, brain processes. Yeah, so the concept of the smart AI, um, Illus had them for a little while, right? The whole ants mm -hmm. were like they only last seven years. Um, they're very rare. Uh, Cortana was like worth more than like the entire ship. Of the pillar of autumn or something they mentioned right things like that yep so um in, in terms of the the purpose of her or, or the way that she sold like hey we're, we're we're creating this so we can control the chief like that's different too um in the yeah. books yeah. uh also in the book technically kind of chose chief but that's irrelevant i don't need, that's i don't really care yeah. about that um but in the books the, the primary purpose was uh exactly if the armor was to help enhance the spartans like physical capabilities the smart AI was created, not created, but was uh, injected into their armor to help enhance their uh, uh, processes. Neuro processing, yeah. exactly. So, like in the, in the books, the first time he uses Cortana, he's like suddenly moving or reacting faster than he's ever had before. Uh, things like that. So and I, I didn't take that as what she, she that I took that as her sales pitch. I don't think it's what she really wants. I think she wants to make him the best possible. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and I hope she, that's so. her way of selling it off to them because yeah, it hadn't really come up like that in that fashion before. It was mm -hmm. just more of this overall. I want to make this really cool thing to help my super soldiers because uh, if I make them strong enough and super loyal enough to me, I can probably do whatever the hell I want and never worry <laughs> about you guys again. And the show did yeah. mention the neuro neuropathwise uh, uh, method uh, at least in one of the lines this episode. She mentioned something about uh, uh, something with neuro. I don't know what the word was. <laughs> Neural pathways, probably. Yeah, yeah. So that's still definitely still an aspect of it, I think, in the show, too. It's just they're also doing this aspect of uh, controlling or preventing this from happening. I didn't understand that entirely, to be well, honest. How would, yeah. I, I, you know, to, to Jesse's point, like, I see what he's saying. I also think they're um, really leaning 
you know, the evil scientist trope, right? I think they're leaning a little mm. bit heavily into that already. And I hope it's, I hope it's a red herring, but yeah, um, you know, as, as somebody who works with scientists all the time, that trope <laughs> needs to die. Um, I think the trope is more evil military in this one. Yeah. Where she just will do whatever she has to to get I, the shitheads at Oni to do what she right, wants. Right, and I hope that's the case. That that's what I was going to lean into is like, because they're they're also like the UNSC in general is seeming very. I mean, the the you know uh, Ver, Vernish or whatever Vern Gorman's character's name uh, is in uh, at Madrigal. Like they're very clearly setting UNSC as this like kind of fascist yep. <laughs> state of like okay cool well you know if you if you go against us which the insect insurrectionists were, were far more politically um complex i'll say yep. in the books than they were um, than they've been presented in here but you know to the point where they're they're willing to to supplant current leadership to put in uh, an even worse you know totalitarian leader like burton gorman's character so I definitely think that they're leaning into the the evil UNSC this time around, but it almost feels like they're doing the same thing with Halsey. Like, not that they're, you know, because you can have two different forms and two different, you know, paths of evil. They're just mutually exclusive, right? So, by the way, that's so, my sorry. If that's my number one complaint, by the way, if when you're talking about what I didn't like of the show so far, that is by far my number one. I hope they don't do this and I hope they expand on this more, which is that in the Halo show, sorry, in the Halo universe, the UNSC aren't the good guys. Not really. They're not the bad right. guys either, right? And the insurrectionists are definitely not the good guys. Mm -hmm. And they're also not really the bad guys. It's a really messy situation. And then I thought it was done pretty well in the extended universe. In the mm -hmm. show, it's like so black and white. Right. It's, it's like, almost like old school good guys versus. Yeah. Or, and yeah. it's like UNSC bad, bad right. insurrectionists good. Dude, these insurrectionists that nuked an entire city. Dude, yeah. these are not good people. <laughs> what? That, that's a problem, I think, with with television in general. Like, you, mm. you, you, I mean, with a few exceptions. I mean, you tend to tend to get that binary thinking. Yeah. You know, um, like if the units here are this bad, then why do I care about Marines when I play the games? Like straight up, why do I care that they're being I captured know, by the battle? If they're these, why are we trying to save their asses? And, right? you know, that's like, that's you guys. I need their ammo. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I was hoping, and again, this is only episode two, which is why I'm, I'm still keeping an open mind and I'm not like setting this yeah. opinion, but I was hoping that as the chief sees the UNSC and like the greys that they do and then the, the horrid stuff they do, I was hoping Quan Ha would see the same on her side of the faction, where mm -hmm. she'd see that even her dad, like the chief killed his mom in like a raid. Turns out his, his dad killed, her dad killed like, I don't know, civilians in a bus because they were related to UNSC personnel. You know, things like that. That's what I was hoping the show would lean more into. And I still hope they will. Um, I'm not sure, though, after the second episode. Not after how it's clear they made it. Very early. Yeah, That's true. Yes. Yes. Like, it this is the setup to, they need to set a baseline to then grow yeah. from. You can't yeah. just have all the nuance right at the start or else it gets confusing. Mm -hmm. like, how many episodes gotta, are in this? Nine. Season nine. 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 Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, 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 you know, like, so, like, Jesse, I think you brought up a, a good point earlier, too, that the Cortana thing might have just been, might have been a play. And if it is, I, I'll say that is the one of the scenes that I did like that wasn't, you know, an, you know, it's not an action oriented scene that, that like appealed to me was just like Halsey manipulating the politics at the table. I thought that was kind of cool. Yep. Uh, and the reason is, like, you know, for going back again to Game of Thrones, which turned, you know, went from one of my favorite shows of all time to like a complete shit show by the end, you know, like Tyrion by the end, it was like, it's supposed to be this smart guy 
was just doing dumb shit. It's like, why are you even mm-hmm. there? You're just there. You're just a drunk and you're dying. Let's go hide in a, in a graveyard. I mean, try in a graveyard. Right. <laughs> like, and, and I'm not saying like that's the most intelligent thing ever written, but they, I think they at least did a good job showing, you know, how she can be, use her, you know, her smart to be in control. Right. Mm-hmm. She didn't have mm-hmm. the power, but she, she kind of manipulated. That was really well people. done. I'm like, that's straight up yeah. policy. That was nice. Mm-hmm. I, I, I liked that. I thought that was a good thing. Like to me, like when I see character motivations or things that just kind of fit them and make sense, that's where they kind of draw me. And so I thought that was good. And, and, uh, and again, I think Justin, your point, that could be right. Like maybe this is not just a control thing, but we'll see. Or that goes, and then her uh, line with Miranda after was really good too. Um, where it's like, listen, you're not your mother yet. Like, you're not a good. You don't person. have the polish. Yeah, she yeah. said, you don't have the polish. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there was some. There was some. You know, I, I, and I use. I think Jesse, you said you called it earlier. I think yeah. Overall, the the acting or the writing was 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 better. Even if I again didn't like the high level tones were off for me as a Halo fan. Uh, you know, I think some of the writing, you know, there was some better writing in this, in this and better, um, you know, just dialogue in general. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, there was better dynamics. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So Green. hopefully they can build on that. And, and anybody else want to say anything about Cortana before we kind of like, I guess, go on to just a few other characters? Well, we did actually have a question from one Andrew Schmidt who okay. was, uh, who wanted to ask us about Cortana. Let me okay. pull that up. Andrew, Pop. Oh, it's really small down there. I'll make it big so people can read it. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. Now that John is back in the UNSC and Halsey seemingly has the green light, do you think episode three is where we meet Cortana? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Good talk, everybody. <laughs> if we could just answer every question like that, we could be done with this show in five to ten minutes. Hey, yeah, hey, that would be the nice thing about um, the Xbox Era podcast if uh, Nick didn't exist. Uh, oh, wow. It'd be a ten minute podcast every week. Well, no, it well I don't know. I've got well, to go on this long diatribe about something that I did the other day and how it affected me now and, and how this pertains to gaming, you know. And what Friends episode it is. <laughs> if mm-hmm. this was a Friends episode. If. if. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, all right. Next, next up, what do you, what's uh, which characters? I, there's a couple other ones that stuck out. Obviously, you know, we have a couple, uh, some big ones, minor ones. Anybody that you want to focus on next, um, Jesse? Why don't you go first this time? What, what did you? What um, stuck out to you? The Human Covenant lady, Lady Gaga. There, um, <laughs> the dynamic. <laughs> with, um, how she's. Oh, I'm coming through your oh. mic when you're not muted, Amanda. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, we're we're right next to each I other. I thought it so was muted. Sorry. No way to avoid Echo. Um, yeah, the dynamic with her, where it's only specific people that can. Um, That's what I was going to touch. Activate on. the rings. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's. It, I think it's a good change in the sense from a storytelling standpoint, where just like once they sorted it, it was like a, a point of shame in the covenant in the games where only humans could activate Forerunner tech. Um, so to kind of change that up to make it so you've got this human character, so you don't have to constantly do all the CGI and stuff whenever you're doing the Covenant. She can be a part of that. She can intermingle. You need to know the the limits of TV. And when you especially when you've got nine long episodes, like they're not short. Uh, that one was like oh, around 50 ish minutes. So mm-hmm. 
Um, hmm. I'm fine with giving a human character to try and do this stuff as long as it stays good. She's a really yeah. good actress. So, yeah, um, Charlie Murphy is her name. She's awesome. Um, as long as they they write her well, um, I'm I'm fine with what she's been so far. What do you think of this theory that she's going to replace the Arbiter? Do you think that's the case? If that happens, I think uh, mm. that will be another hard one. That, that'd be yeah. as difficult that's, as Lady Stoneheart not showing that's up. That's a theory based on nothing. I've personally felt the whole reason they even showed her disrobe was like, I'm like, oh, is she going to be a Spartan? Like, is that going to be the, the plot point here that she was a thing? I know, right? No scars. Well, there were some scars, but no like scars of the flipping, you know, of the procedures. So at least I got the impression that she's not uh, a Spartan. It's someone, that, it's someone the Covenant found young, and mm -hmm. they've been testing people to see who can touch them, the keystones and stuff, and activate them, and she could. And so they revere her, essentially, because they know they need her. Right. I kind of took it as... It's almost like she's... Sorry. It's okay. almost like she's the same as, like, Master Chief. Like, she's the Master Chief version... Master Chief, Master Chief version in the Covenant. Yeah, I was going to say basically what they're doing is they're setting up that mirror. So she's not taking the place of the Arbiter by any mm -hmm. means from a, from a lore standpoint, but but they are setting up the idea that because, you know, in the comics or in the books, games, all humans were reclaimers, right? Yep. They could all interact with Forerunner tech. Um, they are setting this up with not only with her being uh, John's mirror, but setting up specific humans, humans being blessed ones. It also inherently uh elevates john to more than just a spartan more than just you know master chief he is one of the few humans who can actually interact with with a forerunner tech and and her being on you know again it's a direct mirror right she may not have the spartan armor but we don't know what her abilities are yet as a saboteur um but she is a a, a tool and a revered one um within the covenant so i think um, seeing that dichotomy play and see, you know, seeing what happens when they, um, you know, if their paths cross, I think is is what they're trying to set up for um, her character in the whole. Like, mm -hmm. not every not every human can interact with with Forerunner uh, tech. You think that's related to uh, like Gene Song stuff, like librarian, like way back librarian? I mean, stuff? yeah, this is this this kind of this this has direct echoes of the librarian Halo Four scenes, right? right. That that all all the the seeds that they planted millions and millions of years ago to get to this yeah. culmination even like holster's line right next step in evolution I'm human evolution that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's straight up librarian stuff right there yeah yeah i think that uh, this is the 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 time when they're really getting to play with the idea that um the forerunners had a little bit more hand in genetic manipulation mm -hmm. than you know they let on by the way technically all the episode titles are out and they're kind of intriguing. You can kind of get an idea of what might happen as, as the show progresses. I'm not going to link it or go I've been it, trying not but... to look at anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's really intriguing. It makes me really hmm. curious what's going to happen. Yeah. I like to be spoiled. I think I'll go look at them. <laughs> <laughs> Again, they're just one word titles, right? Like, like Contact, Unbound, that kind of stuff. Uh, next one, for example, Jeez episode greater. three's title is uh, Emergence. What does that mean? I, I don't fucking know, but it's the something. Flood. Like <laughs> mm -hmm. Cortana. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about that kind of stuff. That would be that would be interesting. But yeah, it's, well, we'll get into like what we 
you know, I guess what we think could happen uh, mm -hmm. later on. But uh, yeah, I guess I'm going to be the uh, negative Nancy again on uh, that ca character. <laughs> it's just not the human in the covenant still isn't doing oh. it for me just because it's oh, one. Character, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just uh, like I, I again, you guys make some good points. Like from a narrative standpoint, there's a lot of opportunity there to, to explain things that you wouldn't be able to explain with just like an arbiter yelling in another language or whatever. Um, so yeah, there's some there's some storytelling they can do there. Yeah. I just I I don't know. I just did, like go ahead. Go that's ahead, right. Go. Did you guys catch? Did they use the same voice actors? Because it sure sounded like it. For who? For uh, truth and regret. No, right? they're not. Like, they're not the same they actor. Sounded so similar. One, one of the, uh, I think it's uh, Mercy, uh, mm. is the um, PC Walker from Hot Fuzz, the one that you know can't understand anything he says. You know, with yeah. the dog. Yeah, that's him. What? That's <laughs> really? Him. Yep. The, whoever they used sounded like so much like Truth and Regret. I'm like, wow, these sounds identical. No, John Hurt is not in there, unfortunately. Okay. I would, I would have loved for him to be, but we haven't, uh, we haven't perfected our zombie tech. Yeah. <laughs> he's still alive John Hurt. By, the, yeah, dude. by the way speaking of those guys uh the, the, the cg in them i still like the cg in them. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're yeah, not super different from each other but other than that they're like they they, Which they John Hurt? look convincing john hurt he is 77 years old he john hurt from alien from no no, from, no he he died five years ago what no i can't read oh son of a bitch no He's just bones. That's depressing as man. <laughs> okay. Wasn't he like the ninth doctor with that guy? He the was, war doctor? No. Yeah, he was what? the hidden doctor. Oh, it was a, oh. it was the only specials. He, he didn't have he wasn't like on the, the show one. Damn. That ruins my day. Well, sorry to ruin your day, Daniel. You, you got five so five years worth of days ruined all in one. <laughs> no, I know. It, uh, Abe, if you've seen Alien, he's the one who's the chest. He's the first mm -hmm. chest burst dude. Oh, the guy okay. who looks at Let's the uh, at the egg for some reason. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's definitely. I mean, that's definitely something. Um, you know, to put on your views. biography. The first dude to ever have an alien bust out the chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, one thing I I wanted to 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 oh, mention man. was um, why do you think? Watching this episode, I'm getting the impression, and it's mixed because there's lines that don't give that impression. But I'm getting the impression that the UNSC is not taking the Covenant threat as seriously as they were in the in the media at this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm getting that impression, and it's kind of weirding me out because then I'm like, okay, maybe they're not as strong in this, which is fine, whatever. But then you hear John saying it, they've glassed planets. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. clearly they have the capabilities mm -hmm. still. So I right. think it's not as immediately... Hmm. One-sided with the the covenant just going at them, and that we it'll get there. Is the way mm -hmm. I, I think they they want that ramp up, and it's not like you're just starting at okay. ten, and everything is yeah. turning to shit. It's yeah. more like the covenants run into them. If it's anything like the, the Spartans can beat them, but that's it. They yeah. don't have that many Spartans, so if there's no Spartans around, they gotta hightail it or they die. We, we just got like, right. We we just not making it out of this season, right? Or like at least the next. Well, they, I was gonna they say it might like, be a while because those, those are some expensive sets. Yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> and, and at this point, Reach was already gone. Like in terms of like where you think they'd be, you know, years into the conflict, they they specified uh, in the very first episode. Years into the conflict, Reach well, was already Reach, gone. Reach falls literally the day before. Uh, like a few a few weeks before Halo One, right? So it's near right. the end of the near the end of the war. Yeah. yeah, what three? No, well, three years into the war, wasn't it? No, like thirty years into the war. Fuck, I can't remember. 
Right, we'll look that up. I think Rich Foles. You know John Hurts dead? I don't know if he knew that. Shut your mouth, Jesse. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think Reach uh, really falls this year in terms of their uh uh their canon. Yeah, twenty fifty two, August uh August thirtieth. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Okay, okay, all right. But yeah, that was one thing I I felt was kind of off to me because uh uh I really like how the how the show is showing a lot of like the human on human politics and the conflict, but like I kind of like how like they're on their back foot the entire time, right? Like they're getting demolished and like the keys mm -hmm. loop was such a big deal because they finally took a ship down, things like that. Mm -hmm. So I, I do hope that that comes back into play. Uh, in the yeah, episodes. I agree with you, and, and that's and and that's the thing that these are some of the things like you're bringing up so that make it kind of interesting. Uh, is that the, these things are still out there, and I'm still hoping there's still a lot of potential. For as episodes, much as right, yeah, as as it's for as much as I this is my bitching episode. For as much as it's my <laughs> bitching episode, I still like I still am really interested because there's still so many things they could do. Uh, and, and you're right, like I, I you, God, they they you feel like they have to get to that that point, well, right? And pixel pixel bit G in chat just said in the books the humans push propaganda that they aren't losing early on Covenant only mm. destroy planets that have relics on them and. That's what yeah, I was, I was trying to look it up. But yeah, that's like there's there is a lot about propaganda and there has been in mm. this show, too. Yeah. Where, yeah. Like yeah. The, the, those planets are you guys can make a video look like anything. You know, the the, the deep fake thing we're all scared of. And mm -hmm. you're right in that like the chief recognized the threat and he's like, holy crap, I got to get back. So clearly, like the chief knows these aliens are like they mean business. Right. Like this it, guy it feels more like well, the galaxy at large doesn't know yeah. what these aliens mean yet. Well, yeah. right, and like that's partly because the the dude that was abducted by Reth was, um, you know, basically told them that the, hey, the Halo ring literally wipes out everybody. They didn't find that out until the end of Halo or near the end of Halo One. So, like the well, fact they that, didn't explicitly say that here. I thought yeah, they, they didn't. Said it, uh, it he said the end of no, all said, life, uh, end of life as we know as we it. know it. Yep. End of, I kind all, of, end of all life. I've watched I, it twice. I kind of end felt of like that life. was like, uh, was in my notes. like the great journey stuff. You know what <laughs> I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, but he said the end of all life mm -hmm. as we know it, and Chief took that as it's a weapon. Reth specifically said hmm. that is end of all life as we in the galaxy as we know it. So do you think the Covenant know that? If oh, I mean, the, from them? No, I mean, the Covenant still think, I mean, they, they think it's some sort of rapturous, hmm. you know, yeah, gateway. Well, didn't she allude to that? What's what's her name? The 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 character I don't like. Didn't she kind Lady of allude Gaga. to that? Yeah, uh, Lady Gaga. Yes, yeah, yeah. Didn't she? she uh, okay, yeah. She alluded to like the the journey or whatever. So yeah. that, sounds... that that was the other like the dichotomous point in this episode was you see, you see that they do indeed believe in the great journey. They do think mm -hmm. that that yeah. that the keystones that lead to the ring unlocking, in fact, uh, initiate the great journey. And then you see Reth, who's who's sensitive whatever that may mean to forerunner tech specifically state that hey man this ring kills everybody kills everything so yeah so we still have that that aspect that very key aspect still seems like it's in place so that's cool yeah. though i did want to i don't think people who don't know what the rings do took that from it at least from my personal anecdotal stuff because mm. end of life as we know it doesn't necessarily mean all life ends right it could just mean like like covenant are now in charge or etc that kind of thing are we turning that i mean all life all life is a pretty substantial as we know it though was yeah. the it doesn't seem the like a loophole 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I wrote in my notes. Like, yes, thank Halo you, man. Ring will end all life. I wrote it down as a quote. Okay. You know what this reminds me of? There was no caveat. This reminds there. me. This reminds me of you guys looking for the loopholes in the uh, the, the Call of Duty thing going multi-platform. Oh. Define the word. <laughs> there aren't. There aren't loopholes though. They Some people. I'm just kidding. Let's, I'm, we're not going to go there. I just thought I'd throw that. Define out the word all. Pushing. <laughs> oh man oh, okay um all right let's let, just a, a couple other things i think we definitely need to at least touch on some of the other main characters soren i like soren actually uh so there's mm -hmm. one of the positives of the show what did you guys think of, of that character bokeem woodbine is a great actor so yep. having him yeah. on very good choice yeah i I thought he did a pretty good job, um, and I and I did like the, him kind of setting up that difference between man and machine stuff. What what any any kind of takeaways you guys had from him or, or any of those scenes? I liked that he couldn't be he couldn't be brainwashed. Like he he was he was put through all the motions as everybody else, but he couldn't stop dreaming and he couldn't stop um, being his own person, and he yep. didn't want to lose all feeling and emotion so i like that about him a very yep, strong I, person i kind of disagree a lot um i like the actor i like the, the how the character is portrayed but i agree with the chief's um uh viewpoint near the ending where he was just running soren just ran i mean yeah. coward might be a little strong but like i feel like he's like drowning in indulgence you know it's like the the opposite mm -hmm. end of the spectrum if chief's on one end soren's on the other and the answer is obviously somewhere more towards towards the middle where, right. I mean, that the dichotomy right? between them, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I do think we'll see Soren show up again in his armor. By the way, his armor was so cool. Oh, man. <laughs> it looked great in uh, the first yeah. shot. Uh, you yeah. know, Soren... Yeah, he kept nice care of his armor. Yeah. Soren was cool because you don't really get... Um, I think there was one or two in the books, but you don't really get mm -hmm. any Spartans who weren't... Um, fully indoctrinated right um, yep. e even the ones even the ones that that came through the procedure you know paralyzed um still serve the unsc so to see um soren's character who who so readily pushed against um and was able to push against that you know it, it calls into question how how deep i mean the fact that they have pellets rather than these aren't you know these things that that can be turned on and off right that's yeah, not how that's it works in the book weird, so huh? like so, so having those elements um, it begs the question of how, uh, you know, successful or how reliable the the techniques that that UNSC used to turn these kids into Spartans. Like, so th that calls into the question: Okay, well, what happens when you start having other Spartans realize that they were stolen, that they, you know, had. Mm lives before this so i think it's leading to some some cool questions if they follow them up right yeah as long as it's yep. not a halo 5 like um you know at several of the moments where you know like the roland like why is it so bad that she's questioning things type of stuff then i think it it could be interesting but um you know i thought i thought that was going to be kind of a a, a one-shot character um and it's clear that it's not going to be the case yes and, yeah and that's um, good for the show because that actor is awesome yeah, you know, he's pretty good. I thought he did a good job. The only thing I did not like, and here goes probably the most cringiest thing for me, the hand. was 
no, it was the oh well, yeah, that was a little off. Uh, <laughs> that didn't look like a yeah. I, uh, we'll have to come back on that. But the uh, the clarity, the their their space weed or whatever. Yeah, that, I, that, that was weird to me. That, that like, she started putting the the thing on her face, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? I mean, it. it I mean, that was I, cringy. I I'm sorry. It, that was that didn't belong. Uh, what is I, it? I, it sounds like a square. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, if 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 they're, you know, depicting a, a, a civilization in all of its, you know, uh, good and bad, then that's kind of a norm, right? Black markets, mm -hmm. you know, drugs, all that kind of jazz. And so. the indulgence, right? I mean, you just yeah, compare it did make sense, but it was yeah. just weird. Yeah, just the way they did it. I, I can't explain it. There's just something about that scene that, that felt like it should have been on Saturday Night Live or something. That that know. DoorDash driver that you saw three times in the episode too is just a, just as much out of place. <laughs> yeah, the guy so, like, on the bike can... that was like going down and. If, if you compare like Soren's house and like his food to like even the other people living in that in the rubble, it's like yeah, this guy's clearly living like like a king in this area, right? Yeah, yeah, even when his wife walked out, I was like, whoa, okay. I'm like, yep. it seemed kind of like Hunger Games at this point. <laughs> I was I was taken back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, call the square in the uh, comments. That's all right. <laughs> um, just, you sorry. know what I did like, though? I, I liked how they the episode, I think, kind of like gave the impression that, oh, my sword going to betray him. Is he going to steal the artifact for money? And then, no, he's John's brother. Right, at the end of the day, he trusts him, and it's like at least so far. I'm not know what will happen in later episodes, but from this episode, Maybe the impression we got five was, minutes. Yes. Oh, that was such a well. That was, that was a great, great line. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's let's touch it. You mentioned the hand soul. So let's like let's just cover that, all. Dan that mentioned stuff. it, but my bad. Yeah, or Dan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, Dan. Uh, but let's cover all that stuff. So like, so the first episode we t we said like the special effects we thought they were yeah. kind of hit and miss, right? Like yeah, obviously when they threw down the gun and it was like you know you know it was like pixelated from PS one era, um, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but you know like I I thought in this so if, going back to some positive things overall, I thought the um, the sets and the special effects to me were a lot more consistent, and I thought they were better. Yeah. Uh, like, like, you know, and, and again, I'm not an expert. I am like, I'm like as layman as you get when it comes to special effects and sound and all that good stuff. Um, but just as, as kind of a layman, that's not like honing in on little teeny details. I thought they did a good job. I thought like, you know, when they're going through the elevator thing and you're kind of mm -hmm. going over the city, that looked really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought the, um, you know, flying through the asteroids looked kind of neat. I, I wasn't sure about when the, they had the, the, um, the ship was kind of like when you saw it from the outside. Vapor wave. Space. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. That, that, that was a little off. Vaporwave Pelican. But overall, overall, I thought that it was better. It, you know, it seemed like they're moving in the right direction. So maybe is, you know, pilot just had some, you know, pilot was the pilot and hopefully they continue to. I think they're really trying to, um, I think they're really trying to draw a hard line that this isn't the video games. You know, they're just keep reminding you that this isn't going to be like the video game so people are you know it's like if that's what you're expecting you're going to have the elements but it's not going to have be the whole feeling it's not going to be the whole um you know this the same like sets and scenes and settings and all that it's going to be it's going to vary it's going to be different yeah yeah and i have no problem with that i mean i think you can explore new worlds like uh and i did hear some of the complaint like i 
so that was one of the complaints I seen in like a you know from some people that I disagreed with because I don't the think they need. Well, some people thought well it didn't they didn't feel Halo enough, and I'm like, oh, I, I had I issues with. You. Yeah, I, I saw. I mean, yeah, some of those things look. I thought some of them looked Halo enough, and some of them looked like new air. Like Halo is a, a a game where I feel like you could explore almost any kind of world, like a Star Wars, right? Yeah, so, right. you know, I don't think you need to be boxed in. You can get creative, and I liked. I that was one thing I actually do like. Uh, and I don't mind if they keep doing that, you know, as long as we get to see the ring someday and the ring feels like the ring. Ooh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, but that's, that's where I'll probably come back and be like, guys, you know, if they, they kind of mess up the ring. But... I always loved it. And <laughs> <laughs> you guys get Mass Effect vibes with uh, the area. Sorry, really quick. I, I totally got some Mass Effect 2 vibes. Yeah. There was definitely a little bit. Mass There's Mass yeah. Effect vibes throughout the entire. I mean, well, to be it's fair, to right? I mean, it's yeah, yeah sci-fi in general. They they mm. they all borrow a lot of elements from each other. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. even but, Master Chief is kind of like 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 a blend of Master Chief and Shepard, right? Kind of. In in the show, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Sorry, um, Dan, I cut you off here. Yeah? yeah, I was just gonna say I kind of agree, Abe. I think I think this episode was a lot stronger on. Um, the visuals. I think that, you know, I, I try to look for things because I watch it twice. Um, I try to look for things that, that really stood out as bad. Um, like we had a few instances in the first episode and I don't think I saw anything, you know, like yep. I charity looked fantastic. Again, that scene where they're in the throne room looked fantastic. Yeah. Um, their the armor looked amazing every single time. Yeah. Yeah. The armor looked great. The, the asteroid city, was like that whole trolley scene was just insane. Mm -hmm. um, held love, the, yeah, that was really cool. When they came out of slip space and you know they're they're yeah <laughs> with the best line that was in that episode was was when uh Quan Han's like we're gonna die and she was like everything dies <laughs> just like goes on like nothing happened. Um but also the sound design I don't know what they mm. changed or maybe if it was just because there was too many people watching last week um all at once but like so i watched it again on mm. headphones and then i watched it again on our 5.1 system and the sound balance was way better i don't know if amanda and jesse if you guys had a similar experience but it seemed a lot yeah. better than last week's. I, mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna point that yeah. out too but then i forgot yeah it it, it was fixed yeah. yeah okay yeah. i'm not a sound aficionado i thought the bass was good <laughs> also, uh, yeah uh, I, I... <laughs> And you know what's interesting is I feel like these days, um, and I know I know people are tired of hearing about COVID, COVID, but it affected film Everything. and television so much worse than it did even video game development. And we know how badly it affected video game development, but even the CGI, especially. Um, if it's if, if you don't see bad CGI, that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, take for example, recently this week when Moon Knight came out, right? And right away, the I mean, was, I liked the episode, I loved it actually. I liked it too. But actually. right away, some of the CGI, I'm like, whoa, that was terrible. Okay, all right. <laughs> And I didn't get that at all in this episode. So it feels like it's getting a lot better. So we'll see in the next yeah. action sequence, but yeah. Yeah, that's a that'd be a different that'd be a different show, but I actually did enjoy the moon night. I saw it yesterday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the one the right, reason so episode one a lot of times can look worse is if it is legitimately a pilot and a, a property like Moon Knight, I bet you it was an actual pilot. Mm -hmm. They don't know that they get more episodes, so Right, they don't right. put as much money into it, and I wouldn't be sense. super shocked if they wanted to see exactly what Halo was coming out like before they threw as much money at it. Yeah, um, yeah. So you see that a lot with episode ones of things where they go very differently if it's you know 
not something like WandaVision or something where they, they, these are established, very popular characters that are getting this amount of shows. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. flat out, that's it. And we are going to budget six different shows exactly. We know what we're doing instead of, well, we got to budget one. And if we get that one, then we can get this much more for the rest that you see right. with uh, actual pilots. Yeah. So I think that's a good transition. Um, you know, so I, I, we covered a lot of the main characters and things like that. We can come back and some of that stuff uh, later. But uh, I think, you know, looking forward, right? Like we heard there's a budget for this, you know, for the show. And uh, that's for the whole season. So, you know, this uh, that stuff's going to that's we don't know how that stuff's going to scale over time. So I, I guess let's let's just go around and give kind of like our final closing thoughts and then maybe even like a looking forward. Uh, feel free to give a score if you'd like. Uh, so we'll go ahead. So I started with you. Let's just go ahead and start with you on the on the that sort of wrap up aspect. Yeah. Um, sorry. What I was reading. I was reading. Uh, I was reading yeah. <laughs> give your final thoughts on the episode oh, and possibly a score. Uh, yeah. Sure. Um, uh, I didn't like it as much as the first. I still enjoyed it enough that I'm there for the next episode, and I uh, really like the visuals. But overall, like a six one five. I'd say. Okay. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's, go, let's go to Daniel. We're kind of, we're, we're going to go in the same order we started, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to be boring. Uh, I, I give it a seven. I give it a 7.5 again in my notes as, you know, there were, there were things that I liked better in this episode and things that I liked worse. Um, okay. But, but a lot of the complaints like about the, uh, you know, the production values and things like that didn't seem to be um, an issue this time around. Um, Jesse, how about you? I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'm in for the make it as different as you want to make a good show ride. So like tones and things not matching the books or the game isn't going to bother me at all. Uh Um, I don't care how much they change it if they think they can make a better TV show out of it. So I'd I'd be closer to an 8 to an 8.5. It's not the most action-packed thing, and but it was good character development, good good pushing forward of the story and setup. And I'm the type who likes setup quite a bit because mm-hmm. you can't have payoff without it. Some people are like, Oh, it's so boring. Nothing happened. It's like, well, yeah, you need the stuff that makes it when it pops off so it impacts. feel like it matters. So I felt this was a very good setting up of the initial mystery of what this story is going to be. All right. Well, we're getting good, good variation so far. All right, Amanda, what's your, what's your final call on this week's episode? Um, I liked it. I think I uh, I bump it up to an eight for this episode for me. I just I really like the tone of it, the vibe. It's just like traditional sci-fi, and this hits every bell for me. So I like it. Cool. And I guess uh, coming back to me last. I mean, since I'm the like I said, probably the most negative one this week. Uh, first of all, I like to preface this. I'm I'm grading this as as a Halo fan, not necessarily in, in, in and I have to just go with what I feel, not necessarily based. And on everyone it. remember, Halo fans are some of the worst on the internet. <laughs> we are. I we are the worst. We are the worst. So I'm going to go just slightly lower than uh, Soul, and we're going to use a full scale, say a six point three <laughs> this week. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, our review scale is actually zeros and fives now. We Ooh. only do point zero point five. Yeah, so you can't do point three. Uh, oh, so I got to round it one way or another. Uh-huh. Six point three technically rounds up to six point five. Yeah, I know, guess. Uh, all right, all right, fine. 
Abe, I think I think this, this might help you think a little bit differently about it. So, so you you and as as an also a Game of Thrones guy who was also super pissed that Lady Stoneheart wasn't in there. Uh-huh. Think about how differently you would have viewed that show. And this is this. Let's pretend it also ended in anything better than it did, because obviously then a train wreck. Did, yeah, but then a yeah. fucking train wreck. Yeah. So imagine <laughs> if if they had said out of the gate, "Hey, Game of Thrones is not going to be following. It's going to follow like similar beats, but it is not going to be. Uh, it's going to be its own timeline." Having Lady Stoneheart not there, like because your expectation isn't that that character's coming, don't you think you'd feel better about it? That's kind of what Halo's doing. It's 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 trying to reset your expectations to say, look, you know, don't expect blue team. Don't expect this. I don't know. Might help you think a little bit differently about it. No, I think it's fair. I, I honestly, and, and I say when I say that, um, I am fully under the. Uh, you know, understanding, have the context, why they're doing what they're doing. I'm just telling you what I feel as, as one of those bitchy ass Halo fans. So uh, that's just why that's who I am. On this game? I told you guys, I am the old man yelling at the clouds when it comes to that. Halo CE is still to this day my favorite game of all time. So it is what it is. Um, but I, but I will say uh, to to kind of come back. As a show, I still found myself interested. There yep. was things I did like about it. I did thought were did like things. This. Sorry, there were. Oh, there were things. There, <laughs> oh my god! Shots fired. Now who's now who's the old man on the damn panel? Mm-hmm. Uh, Not old actually, man, just grammar Nazi. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, there's still things I liked about it. I there's there were certain things I did like better than the first episode when, they, like I said, some of the the setups were a little bit better with the dialogue, uh, you know, that the, the clarity thing. Uh, I'll be an old, you know, I'll be the uh, <laughs> square when it comes to that. That's Those are bad, okay. That was so dumb. But uh, <laughs> but overall, it still has a lot of potential. Um, so I'm I'm still there's a lot of things we can't draw conclusions on, and I think that's a good yeah. thing, you mm-hmm. know. It, because a lot of times, you know, the first episode, you know, we kind of said, oh, there's a lot of like predictable scenes and there was, but as, a, but in terms of like where the show's going to go, I, I would say it's not predictable right now. So that's mm-hmm. a good thing, right? I, I'm watching to kind of see what they do and if, are they going to mirror the, the lore here and go in a different direction there? And uh, so it's still, get, it's still giving me, a, you know, a lot to look forward to and, uh, and, and the next episode's the first one that I think nobody's seen, so that's yep. going to be really cool to see what yep. happens, right? You know, why they cut it off at episode two for all the previews, so you know, mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. we'll see what happens at three. Like you're right, if this was episode eight or something, then I'd be a lot harsher on it. If these same same problems I have are still there, but it's yeah. not it's episode two, right? There's so much, yeah. Room. Right. And, and that's a lot of times that's too that can make you go back and look at things differently, right? Like mm-hmm. so, if you see that the setups paid off, then you go, oh, okay, that was that was better than I yep. that I initially gave yep. it credit for. So, yep. so we'll come back to that. Uh, so that's uh, we have the... one more show question, oh. and then we could transition into the later part. And this is from the Podrick Payne, aka Jesse Brother. Which I need to load up. I have the wrong thing. There we go. I thought you were Bonjour, you UNC, UNSC propagandist. <laughs> Out of all the possible Halo weapons, which not yet introduced one on the show, would you want to see most? I gotta go Needler. Really curious how they would depict that thing and what sort of damage slash maiming it could do. Oh, I kind of sound like a sociopath. That's a really good question. That's yeah. a good call, though. Needler is actually pretty, would be interesting, because, you know, Horrific. like... 
you know, like that could be good or awful, uh, depending, mm. you know, it could, you know, it, yeah, I doubt they do the tracking thing. It would probably just be like a pink mist AR that just want, like you see a bunch go in and then all of a sudden they just get hot and explode on someone. As long as they get gory. the explosion, they need the explosion. Yeah. Right? We've seen yeah. Needler in live action, right? It was in a four round to done. Oh, Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, but it was well, not it was great. Decent. Well, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it was a budget, very really small budget, but like yeah. we could see it. They were in a hard R, like the show has been pushing. Yes, gore right. Oh, people getting blown the heck up. Oh my god! And then the needles are like this big, like huge. I mean, I was gonna say fuel rod cannon, but I mean, uh, basically, since the energy pistol has basically been acting like a fuel rod cannon, <laughs> I don't know if it's necessary. I mean. It, it, Aside from that, I guess the, the Covenant a, Sniper, but... A Wraith Mortar oh, shot cool. hitting a group of people. What <laughs> that does to them. Just, they're just not there How anymore. How are they going to go is the question, right? <laughs> well, at that point, they're just not there, bro. It's just... There's just nothing when it lands. <laughs> well, are there body parts flying? Like, that's given what we've seen in the show this far. Like, <laughs> I don't know if we need to see that. Uh, uh, my answer is going to be either... Whichever version of the shotgun they end up using, be it the the one in Halo One or the Bulldog, oh, I just I just want that. That'd be that'd be amazing. Ooh, especially with the flood. Oh God, Ugh, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's like season three. <laughs> I want to see. So with the plasma pistol being so good, I want to see because we saw like the wormy things going along a wall with her in the trailer. Yeah, the Covenant yeah, Lady. So That's if those right. are the, the if those are the hunters, mm-hmm. um, what one of those fully formed in their armor? With one of their guns, what that'd the hell be so would cool. That do? Ooh, are we gonna get a hunter fight? Oh man, we're gonna get a hunter fight, aren't we? Oh, that's gonna be so oh, cool. Yeah, that could be. That could. Well, that we could saw be the worms. Yeah, look, go, go, look, go, something like that. I don't know the exact name. And, yeah, I mean, the question, I guess, is whether or not the humans come in contact with blood yet in this season. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so good call out, um, uh, Amanda. What would you? What, oh yeah, Amanda. What would you pick? Which weapon? Um, uh, I don't really know the names of all the guns. Um, you can say the archetype. Yeah, Halo mm. guns don't have names. Shotgun, sniper. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I like I, I like just the needler. I think that's the coolest looking mm. one, pretty much. So yeah, as far as um effects, like the hammer would be nice. Like but I'll like, oh shoot, yeah, that yeah. would be the gravity okay, hammer. That would, be so that's cool. a good call. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the gravity hammer. Oh, ooh, yeah. I want to see how they smush people with the gravity hammer. Oh, I do wonder like if shred. we'll see the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I want to see a melee with the needler. That'd be rad. <laughs> it's like impaled on somebody's face. Or if they've got Dink. like a, a some form. If they do have the the brutes, if mm-hmm. they've got their bladed yeah. weapons, and you just see them oh, just start chopping God. people's heads Boot off. Shot melee. Right. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Or just the uh, they need like their freaking needle shots that just shoot hot iron directly into people's skulls yeah you know people sat down when they're making the show and they had this exact same discussion like that be really cool. can we do yeah. this yeah <laughs> all right all right good well, they made they made the elites it might be a season two budget to make all the monkeys you never yep. know yeah i'm not expecting <laughs> them i'm not even expecting more than grunts and jackals i'll be technically honest. they're more akin to apes but you know i call apes monkeys too well, I call Abe there are two distinctions too. as an anthropologist, just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So, mute I... button. <laughs> hey, you so can be a grammar Nazi, okay? 
All right. So speaking of weapons uh, and things like that, we nobody said the mangler. Uh, I was I wanted to see the the the, the one shot melee uh, kill. Oh, the so, transition. But it, it's not going to exist in the game, so uh, so maybe it doesn't. <laughs> maybe don't see that anymore. Do you like that? That was I think that was a good transition. That was that, good, that was. Nice I mean, there's no force. None of us said it, but uh, if we did, it would have been amazing. Yeah, we weren't we weren't going through the brute weaponry, or else we, we might have hit it. But he's talking yeah. about this, folks. They had a really big blog post. I can get rid of the thing where it hides what it, it looks like. It is a lot. And we're not mm-hmm. going to cover it now. Uh, mm-hmm. Not all the details. Uh, I think just just we're going to be able to dive into this stuff. And we'll, when we next week after our episode review, we will kind of dive into some of the, the key things that came in this update. There is a lot, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, this big, is, this is a big homework it. assignment for everybody to kind yeah, of Yeah, I've only read the TLDR. In. So idea. pretty much everything you've seen people complain about online seems to be addressed in this thing. It yeah. is. I don't. Yeah. Honest. I don't know if there's anything they didn't address that people are complaining about. So they're having another blog out. post at this level. They said, but addressing like the live, uh, like the progression system, the cosmetics, that kind of stuff. So that's really increase well that one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I, I think my main takeaway right now, and I'm not going to get into the, like the little mm-hmm. details. There's a few things that did stand out to me, but I think just oh. like. They are literally taking the most nuanced, little, smallest details into into mm-hmm. effect. They are listening. They are answering, at least acknowledging everything. Uh, I like this. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to more of this over time. I think it's fair for people who are fans, and you know, I have friends that play that you know are kind of taking a break on it right now until there's more content. That's fair, but uh, I think like I just look at the long term, and if they stay this engaged to the community and continue to, um, you know, be this specific towards feedback, I that's I think there's a yeah, I think there's a lot of potential like long term, right? Once they get yep, yep. they get, get the content on track, so uh, so I still remain bullish on the the future. Uh, uh, do you guys have any high level thoughts on that before we kind of get to sign off? Um, really quick, yeah. I mean, kind of like what I was saying before we started was that you know if you look at look at all these, it's clear that they are listening. It's clear that they look at all the arenas of feedback, right? Whether we're talking about Twitter, Reddit, unfortunately. Um, you know, even our forums, like some of the things that I've seen uh, a lot, um, seem to be directly reflected in there. So, so this idea that they're not working, that they're not listening, that they're not doing any of the things that some of the, the toxic online fandom are accusing them of is, is clearly false based on this. But, but I think yeah. if, if people would just remember that every developer who's done their first live service game, hell, some developers who do two or threes. Yep. still have the same <laughs> learnings that they have to go through and then it's a it's a massive shift so the fact that we're only and i say only for a reason we're only three months in or four months almost uh post-launch five and, and a half we gotta be fair okay November i was thinking yeah. december 8th but sure mm-hmm. sure we'll, we'll we'll give them that we're only that far in like and they've they've addressed this massive amount of stuff that they're going to be implementing in the next month or so like that's important because people forget Bungie did the same thing for Destiny One and Two, and it was almost a year minimum, and that was Destiny Two, which they shouldn't have had to repeat the same issues, but they did. It mm-hmm. took about a year for that game to get functional, to get stable uh, content releases. Uh, the content cadence was decent, so people need to take a step back and remember that 
343 is dealing with the same issues that every single developer who's done this before is facing, which is a, it's a whole new paradigm coupled with the COVID. So um, take, take a step and back. Take, yeah, so exactly. Mm -hmm. take, take a step back, read the notes, see that they've addressed your feedback or that they're addressing your feedback. And remember that it's a game and it's a live service game, which means that there are going to be moments where they've got to adjust, right? So, yeah. And just stop playing, honestly. Like, if you're not having yeah, fun it's with the okay game, to... just wait till season two. We have the yeah. date coming. It's, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd do that. I've got several games where I play, uh, you know, Fallout 76. I don't play all three months of every season. Like, I, I'm, I'm too much of a gamer who, like, I'm juggling Dark Souls 3, Elden Ring, and Sekiro right now. Um, what? I, I'm on a kick, can't you tell? Um <laughs> Thanks, Abe. Um, uh, and and so like I I'm the type of gamer that I can't play the same game for for too long. Like so I don't quite understand how people can only play one well, game or they have to play one game mm -hmm, constantly, constantly. Mm -hmm. And and I and I would understand if I this do. were. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't think I don't know if anybody here knows, but I mean, I did put over two thousand. Two thousand. There it is. <laughs> that mute button. Man, we almost made it. We almost made almost, it. Almost. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. So, but anyways, the the, the thing is, the stuff's coming, right? R regardless, mm -hmm. of even I, I would even say, even for the people that only do want to play one, one game, eventually, you know, I think there's there's a lot of potential once they do get caught up, and, and mm -hmm. you know, yeah, they're 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 hiring and learning right now. So, uh, so we'll we'll dive in. I think uh, you know, next week we should be able to to dive, you know set aside sometime after we do our episode review to kind of dive into some of the the key things that stick out to us in this and uh you know look forward to that i look forward to kind of like seeing what's kind of come coming up uh you know definitely got to know the handful of maps that they have out there well enough mm, um, yeah so you know so people and, still and, finding some new things like yeah. ghost jumps where it's like oh i didn't think you do that yeah, so it's um, it'll be uh, so I look forward to that. Uh, anything else, guys, uh, before we sign up? Just on? a quick example of like the kind of things you're looking at. Um, I'm not sure if well, I, I hope you haven't, but if you've been on the Halo Reddit at all, one of the big complaints a lot of people had was uh, the the outlines are too large. Uh, it's too obvious where people are. It looks like a cartoon. Well, guess mm -hmm. what? They're allowing you to control the opacity and the thickness of the outlines in the next season. So it's like even these really bizarre complaints, because they are bizarre. The outlines are for accessibility reasons there too. I mean, straight up. People like, just remove them. No. Um, they're looking at that too, right? So it's like you can tell they're really looking at everything, putting it on a damn list, right? Going through it in a priority-based system, which is how you should be doing things, getting it done, and assuming assuming they're, they've held their word and it's being done in a healthy pace, that's a lot of crap being done. Yeah. And yeah. they're not, people are saying they're not talking, but it's, I think it's clear now, they're not talking until they know. They don't yeah. want to say anything yeah. they don't think yeah. they will deliver, and they don't want to say it until they've given it proper time. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think Staten said that too, yep. didn't he? Yeah. Like he said That's something about, yeah, mm -hmm. basically, and that makes sense because, uh, again, I'm not a live service guy. I don't, didn't play, you know, Destiny, with, you know, regularly or anything like that. But, uh, but I, you know, but just kind of understanding, hearing from people that have been involved in those games, that does piss off the community even more when you yeah. tell them something's going to be there. They're expecting it to be there, and then it's not there. So, yeah, yeah they got to figure it out. So, I'm pretty uh, smart of them to do this, yeah. and then like a week later, do like another blog post about the cosmetics, which was positive, and then boom, showing season two, and then season two releases in like yeah. a month right yeah so well yep we'll by see. then we um, might even have a multiplayer review ready to go for you <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. again but anyways for a while um it's just not the video <laughs> mm. 
I mean, done are, and released are two very different things. Fair enough. I actually do want to talk to you about possibly repurposing oh, it uh, um, in a way. But anyways, what, what well, we'll take that offline. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. let's yeah, let's all go. Let's sign off, and then we can I can go pee. Uh, so, so do you want to go ahead and, and say? Uh, yep. Before that, uh, anyone else have any uh, uh, high value thoughts of the update? Well, I do have the. Um, we're doing the book podcast soon. Mm-hmm. We'll have all a book po- um, podcast with. Uh, most likely myself, Amanda, Dan, and Ursel uh, for Contact Harvest, if you want to have read along with us. And that should probably be within a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Very short book. And so. by, say, by probably, I'm saying I'm actually giving them a deadline, because then maybe we'll hit it. <laughs> I need Three deadlines. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, uh, so thank you for watching. Uh, if you haven't already, please like the video. It does help a lot with the engagement, because YouTube is weird um if you're watching and you haven't subscribed to our channel if you liked what you saw subscribe um we have a lot of stuff coming out reviews opinion pieces news pieces another podcast tomorrow that's really entertaining too um if you really like our content we have a patreon um every little bit helps i think we hit over 100 patreons uh a 111 few days ago. Last 111 now wow dang you can even <laughs> just do a buck if all of our subscribers yeah. did one dollar we'd be doing all right we'd maybe we'll get dollar. to 117 before next week Ten thousand errors, yeah. and just make six more accounts so we can do it. <laughs> and if you're looking for a place to talk Xbox that isn't, well, for the most part, drowned in negativity and and doom and concern trolling, our forums are pretty good. Moderated by a few members of this podcast here um, that do a really good job of moderating it, especially compared to other forums. Wait, and tired. <laughs> and if you have any questions for us for the show, um, we're at the point where we're answering basically every question. So ask it, we'll answer it. We have an and OT. Will you add me at Halo yep. OT on forum.xboxera.com? And that's about it. Thank you for watching. It was nice having you all. all right. Thanks Peace. for joining us. See you.